This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. He's a maniac on a mission. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Sober Sober Life. Life. Audio experience. I am your host, Roman, and and I am your other host, Brian. And we are in the building. Yes, we are. It's another beautiful day. Yes. San Diego, tell me when to go. All those who are tuning in live, what is up? Welcome. And those who are listening to the recording, hello as well. So, Rome, we have uh, another special episode today. We have two incredible guests. Coming to us from a very esteemed, very prestigious, yeah. very beautiful. I've toured it myself, mm-hmm. Aton Treatment Center. Yeah. Uh, outside of Encinitas, would you guys say Keith Fosgett? Yes. And Dr. Sarah Zucker. Perfect. Yeah. Boom. Nice. Welcome to it. the show, y'all. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having it's, uh, me. Yeah, we're stoked to have you guys on today and, and talk about addiction, recovery, yeah. and all that goes along it's with exciting. that. Yeah. Yeah, we're pumped. We're blessed. You know, we start the show pretty similar. I like to give uh, our listeners the context that they're used to. Mm-hmm. So let's kick it right off with question number one. Question what, one. What is your vision? Oh. Okay, so full disclosure, I listened to some of the podcasts. <laughs> I still don't feel ready, but here's my you vision. You studied it. There I we did. go. I was like, let me be, let me get the feel. Prepare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So my vision really is a world free from oppression, Mm. um, getting rid of a lot of isms, Mm. and then really reducing stigma and shame. And I feel like recovery is completely tied up with that and the stigma of addiction. I don't feel like one can really happen until the most marginalized people are free. So really into that. And I just want people to let their bonkers hang out more and not put on such a (laughs) face. Just be themselves. Just be yourself and be free. Like it's okay. Like we yeah. can all just be. I, I think we could go a million different directions yeah. on that. Yeah. For Love sure. it. Okay. It's a big vision. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It should be scary a little bit too, yeah, right? It should yeah. be big. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's like if somebody has cancer, you know, a mom says, My son has cancer, the family, the neighborhood brings over casseroles and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. But as soon as you mention addiction, the stigma comes up, it's a big issue. It's so like, if we can, uh, ew. Yeah. Gross. Ew, like, oh. Yeah, they don't, don't know what wanna, to say when I that happens. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. should do something. Just not me. Yeah. yeah like yeah. someone else. Like send them away. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Like I don't want to know about it. Right. So let's not talk about it. Yep. And that's unfortunate that that's the reality that we live in currently. But the fortunate news is there's people like us, all yeah. of us, yeah. who are on Talking a mission. Talking about it. Who, yeah. Bringing it. Yeah. Ready. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Ready to go. Awesome. Cool, so let's get into question number two. Question okay. number two. This one gets a little touchy-feely. Okay. Mm. But what do you love? What do you okay. love? <laughs> I love lots of different things, but there's... So I love my family, my friends, obviously, but there's three things that really send out. My spouse is rad and supportive. Uh. My doggo. Shout out, um, spouse. Shout out, Abby, spouse. Yeah. Um, Abby, my nine-year-old uh, German Shepherd rescue. Nice. Check her amazing. out. Amazing. Uh, and then my nephew, Trevor, who um, he'll be two in January. He's like 
brought a whole new. You, you, he's the funniest. You don't have like multiple nephews, do you? No, that's my only nephew. Okay, good. That's and that's right. like the apple. Like our whole family now is oriented around this kid. Okay, we went Got to Legoland it. with him last weekend, and we just all watched him be at Legoland. Like we don't nice. do anything; wow. we just watch him. Yeah. do stuff. Well, I noticed like you like shined a little brighter and you just like lit, lit up, up when yeah. you were like Trevor my little Trevor yeah, my yeah. Little well, hey, what what's great is what you said is just watching him right yeah I do that all the time I have a three-year-old daughter yeah and oftentimes I just find myself just watching well, and being have, amazed they <laughs> have eyes like they see the world as you wish that you still like unadulterated did. unfiltered yeah. before the like <gasps> And then it went, oh, yeah. you're so excited about yeah. that. It's and a bug. It. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Water. Yeah. You know, yeah. He gets excited. So it's I sweet. love that. Can I get a shout out to the 80s? Sarah said rad, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's my generation. All right. <laughs> so thank you. Shout out. So, shout out. Uh, and then, oh. oh, no, go ahead. You what go. do you love? What do you the, love? I'd say the usual. I've got a wonderful wife. Been married for 21 years. Shout out to my wife, Robin. Dang. Um, Dang. She's, Damn, uh, Robin. she's in amazing. San Marcos. She's a school teacher. Okay. Uh, oh, teaches nice. third grade. So God bless her. Ooh. I have two yes. boys that are 20 you. and 17, both oh, in college. Wow. Uh, love them both. One's on a baseball scholarship and one is on a music scholarship. So I'm Look very blessed. I Hey, save now. Save, you save some been, money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I'm beyond ecstatic. That's the, those are just the easy ones. That's to right write. on. But I, but I do appreciate and I do love working at Aton and working with the yes. clinicians that are there to yes. be able to work with Sarah on a daily basis Aww. and to see what the, the work that we're actually doing there is fantastic. And then Check to, it to out. be able to give it back too. So yeah. sure. my family has struggles with alcoholism. Mm. So I understand that particular addiction entirely too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. So to be able to help those that call me for intake or that need help help to get pointed in the right direction to be able to help those i mean this is a, an epidemic people are dying every yeah. single day yeah. we, we we all know that whatever we can do to be able to give back and point them in the right direction to help them whatever that looks like yeah it's uh, going to be a lot keep, of heart a lot of care a lot of passion commitment yeah. urgency yes. rigor keep it yeah. coming keep and, you can, and you can keep tell grinding. you're passionate about it yeah you speak both Thank of you. you it's like yeah we we are maniacs on a mission right yeah, yeah. yeah we are. going back to that yeah. and, it's and, so important yeah. So next, like, what could you do that's more important? Than, Nothing. You know? Nothing. Maybe some things are as important, but there's not much. Well, that's more important. just being that beacon of light yeah. and just being that hand mm-hmm. for those that are sick and suffering that yep. don't know where to turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, heard a, heard a doctor here. once say that in our profession, this is like the only profession we can have. If we could work our way out of a job, we, that would be our ultimate goal. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I've heard that before several times at different conferences. And I think, you know, there's, there's some, there's absolutely truth to that. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's exactly what yeah. we would want to be able to do. And so, that would be great, especially yeah. in this industry. Um, unfortunately, things haven't been going that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we'll get into a little bit more of that. Yeah, we later, will. But yeah. question number three this is often the hard one, <laughs> but you guys have studied, I so you're prepared. Yeah, <laughs> I studied. What is one book that has greatly impacted or influenced your life? One book. Okay. I think the one book, and I don't know why this just like kept jumping out at me, but there's this book called The Resilient Spirit. It's by okay. Paul Young Eisendrath, and it's Never about heard. connecting to people through suffering, and that's how we truly connect with people is by being vulnerable and um, that we so much growth can come through mm-hmm. suffering. I read it in a really dark time, and mm. I was like, Ooh. "Oh, all of this 
might let me be a better therapist yeah. in person. And it just totally changed. It's it's a lot about mindfulness, but just um, experiencing pain mindfully and then w- being willing to be with other people in there. Yeah. Pain. Well, vulnerability yeah. is so, 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 so big. That's I know that. That's we build shame resilience. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. that, it's that human connection, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you can't really connect unless you're able to be vulnerable. hundred percent. I couldn't agree yeah. more. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. I've been reading a book called Take the Stairs by Rory Vaden. Um, it talks about basically being successful, what it takes to be successful. It's all about just working hard and grinding yes. through every single day and not taking <laughs> uh, the easy way out. I love that. Yeah. By take the stairs, not the escalator or the mm. elevator. Yes. And it's all about just grinding every single day yeah. and making it the most uh, and fulfilling your life. So it's a, it's a fantastic book. That's music Dang. in my ears. Yeah. I uh, can definitely relate. Okay. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> relate right now. Love everything about that. The grind and the hustle yes. of life. I yep. think is one of the most exhilarating things mm-hmm. ever in life. Therapist you know. note, though, you have to have good self care. <laughs> true. Therapist checking in for good yeah. self care. Yeah. Well, and then uh, you know, this just what, I was, what, what I was also going to say is the other thing for me is just being a parent, right? Yeah. And yep. you guys, you, yeah. you talked about that a little bit, and that is for me the second most exhilarating thing. Yeah. Really, really close. So, so yeah. Uh, Let's uh, let's get into this a little bit. Can you guys give us some background, some context? Um, let's give the listeners, I mean, some 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 background on kind of who you are, where you're from. You know, we mentioned Aton, a stellar. What's the website? Aton Center. AtonCenter.com. Please Yo, go check, it, check out. it out. I've personally toured this place. It's um, a great facility. Great people. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. Yeah. Like, there's not really words to say. It is a beautiful, beautiful facility. And it, what is it? It's six six houses, right, so like, Keith? We have five houses. Oh, five. Five yes. houses, and we have six residents per house. That's so we're what it smaller, is. kind of a boutique-type treatment center. Yes. We're located in Encinitas, which is in North San Diego County. Yep. Um, we do – Sarah's one of our psychologists that do daily individual sessions every single day, Monday through Friday. Beautiful so backdrop. All of our residents are there. They're seeing licensed psychologists. We have seven on staff with three CD counselors, uh, along with three group sessions as well. We're basically a detox and residential treatment center, and that's really all that our focus Combination. is. Combination. Got it. Yeah. So how, how did they pull how – did, how did you all come into the mix here? So let's see. So I – it's really funny. I had worked at San Diego State, which I really loved, like that – Shout out, alma mater. Um, and did some cool stuff there. We started the Aztecs for Recovery, which was the only collegiate recovery program. No way. So That's and rad. did um, a lot of other stuff there with the students. And then it was really weird because my coworker had a client in private practice that went to Aton and was like, "Hey, I'm going to this place. Do you want to come tour?" And I got there and I was like, "What is this? <laughs> yeah, um, it's so beautiful. You've seen yeah. it. It's- yeah, yeah." Gorgeous, and the most remarkable thing is that that's the least interesting thing about it. Yeah, because yeah. um, I couldn't work at like a fancy treatment center that is shoddy on the clinical. Right. Um, you go there and you feel comfy because it's just beautiful and the holistics are amazing, all that stuff. But the like, you will do a lot of emotional labor there. You will work. That's great. Um, mm. in a very loving and supportive way. I really liked it because it's super client centered. I'm um really like to be progressive and thoughtful with addiction and really know that there's not one road to recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And so totally agree. The other thing that a clinical research nerd is we have excellent 
um, statistics, outcome research, not like fake outcome research. Like, Oh, where you do it yourself? Or yeah, where yeah. it's like if people don't respond, we're like, oh, they're probably yeah. Well, we we're, yeah. It's yeah. like um, our <laughs> clinical director is like a statistician, as she's uh, really intense about it, which is good. Yes. And then the other thing I love is that it's just really innovative in terms of like we're doing this really cool curriculum thing mm-hmm. where I like that everyone there. If you ask them why they're doing something, a clinician like we know why we're doing it. We have a plan, and it's individualized. So, yes. Um. The clinical really stands out, and then I don't mind going like to work where there's horses walking by and oh, waterfalls. No. And exactly. I'm like, can I? I would just stay there for a month if I could. I love <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, and then I just love that the clients are, you know, I mean, it's cool. It's it's really nice to be able to give people a lot of attention. I worked at Salvation Army before, which yeah, is shout out yeah. Sally, yeah, Sally. yeah. Um, which Sally. I have. I'm there once a week in my heart. I love it so much. But you know, I did my time at the. They're Sally. working so much. I see yeah. them for. 30 minutes I did an internship there and it's like there's no room for individuality in that treatment and it has to be like that that it it serves a very important purpose but it's just so nice it's like I'm here for you how can we help you Mm. meet your needs so that you can be successful in your recovery Mm -hmm. not baby you but make sure you're doing well well and that's that's the most important thing I think, mm-hmm. you know, in talking about outcome measures, it's like it's really hard to determine what success is, right? right? And I think that... Well, I he think jacked that your pair. He jacked my pair. He did. What right a, out from under does you. does that? I know. And I think <laughs> the most important thing is just, you know, individualized success. What do you want? What yeah. do you want to create? Like, what do you want your life to look like? Well, Listen, love, is sorry. if you, if like opening a bank account for you is a huge win, right? then like that's successful if you accomplish that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I really love clients living a life in line with their values yeah. and not having to like cater to my values of what I think recovery should look like. It's like, how, how do you want your life to look? And then we'll go from there. I love it. I love getting a new person in front of me and just getting, asking them straight up. What do you want? Yeah. What's your vision? Yeah. What, what do you care about? What do you, what, what matters to you? Right. And you know, a lot of times it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still hurting. I'm depressed. Yeah. Well, great. Then we're at the best place to start. Right. It's like you know? the possibilities are endless. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? And also so long they've been coming from what they don't want. There's mm-hmm. one thing that they want. Yeah. And we've all been there. And then yeah. there's so many things that you don't want. And that's all that you know is like, no, I don't, yeah. you know, get it away from me. So it's nice to be like, what do you want to move toward? Well, it's it's what's great. You know, and I did this earlier today. I did an amazing session. And the topic was like, if you can do anything in the world and you didn't have like not there was no limitations what would you do mm-hmm. and you know the common thread was like i i don't know it was yeah. like cool so like let's figure that out right like let's figure out what you like to do and they're like well how do you do that <laughs> well you do new things right yeah. like you try a bunch of stuff try it out <laughs> yeah like you do things you've never done to see if that's what you want to do well and mm. the pl- you know like our reward receptors have been so hijacked so it's like i don't know nothing else makes me happy mm-hmm. you know i haven't done anything else that matters for yeah. so long yeah. yeah so it's cool to see stuff happening in their yeah. brain that's and rad coming back online and then like to to go from a, a spot like that right where they get that super individualized that heavy one-on-one treatment and then they get to go into their next phase of recovery exactly. and really fine-tune the skills and really fine tune what they want, what their vision is, what their purpose is. Yeah. 
And then you just see them like, like this blossom. It's beautiful. Totally. And you know, we have, a, I also really like art. We have a really thriving uh, alumni mm-hmm. community. So, you know, we get like email, you know, you get yeah. like, I'm, right. I'm the doing this now. And like, it's just to see people so happy. And then they come back for events and it's like, yeah. I d- Sometimes I don't recognize. I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. Oh, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Whoa. Yeah. Transformation. A, yeah. Transformation, satisfaction, and growth. Yeah. yeah. So you personally, what what got you passionate about this? Like what what excited you? I mean, you were working at San Diego State, but what had you, I mean, other than taking you in and experiencing you today, I can see that you're just a professional and you were, you're great at it. But what had you realized that? Yeah. Tell us that story. Um, you know, I don't. So I had always wanted to be a psychologist, like from real early on. When you were a kid, yeah. When I was really? a kid, that's an odd thing for a child. Super, so I didn't. Even, I don't know if anyone was. Like, I wanted to be a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, wanted yeah. Be, I wanted to be an astronaut. I was not yeah. cool. I was like, I want to be a therapist. Yeah. Um, and then dream come true. It's funny because I had already been working in addiction and stuff. Like I was already drawn to that even before um, I had gone through my own struggles, which is really Mm. weird. So I kind of took a step back. And then um, once I had been in recovery for a while, continued on with my graduate school Ah. program. So I had like a stop start. And then I was just more into it than ever. Do you find that having your own experience increases the relatability and creates an atmosphere and an environment of trust with you and the clients that you work with? Does that help? Yeah, it definitely does. I think I get so torn about this issue yeah. because it's instant report, especially, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, it's not, it's not common. And so I, I really like it, but I try to use it sparingly. Like I want to earn that respect and a working relationship. And then sometimes I'll like, well, and I'm kind of preppy and so yeah. they're usually like, what? They're shocked. <laughs> um, so if it is clinically relevant, I definitely talk about it. I'm not, it's not the first thing that I say. And also right. I feel like it's one thing about me as a person and psychologist. There's so many other things yeah. that I try to connect to. So well, I really try to make it relevant. And it's probably case by case, right? Yeah. And sometimes I don't like to exclude the other clinicians who have so much to offer, some who are in recovery and some who aren't because, yeah. you know, when they're like, you, you understand me and nobody yeah. else yeah. understands yeah. me. And you're There's like, okay, calm split. down. Like, yeah. People understand you. We, we've all gone through struggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are some times when I'm like, I get it. Well, like, you know, you got to I get it. You got to use the tools that are available. Yeah. And that is one of them. And for Brian and I, I mean, yeah. another one of our tools is just our age yeah. and yeah. how we look. Totally. Right? Yeah. Like that, even the tattoos on my fingers, right. who, like, mom, love you. Uh, you hated these, <laughs> but they're a tool. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, I step into a room with a client, you know, someone 20, 25 years old and instantly boom there's a connection i don't even have to say anything it just instantly relates to me sometimes people see my no matter what like they catch it there you go Mm -hmm. yeah well and i think it's important to make clear the distinctions between that yeah there's something unique and valuable in having the experience of addiction right but there are also extremely effective people yeah and the way that shows up is do they care right is their heart there Totally. You know, vulnerability. Yeah. There's there's a lot of ways that we get to take on addiction, like Jedi mind tricks, and there's there's this angle, and then there's this angle, then come exactly. up high, hit it down low, Everybody and whatever whatever it add. takes. Yeah. You know, whatever it takes to penetrate and get through into that soft, mushy heart right. that everyone has, 
just look at little Trevor. We know from those little <laughs> children, yeah. we have that heart in us. And that's why I'm a huge fan of having diversity, yeah. having clinical diversity. Exactly. You know, so that having they're a team. having a team approach yeah. so that whatever it takes to penetrate that core, that heart, that soul, that essence, it gets done. Right. Because it's not always going to be the addict. Yeah. And it's not always going to be the non-addict. Like one type thing. It just takes, it just takes a moment. Yeah. I, I love this. I, I actually did my dissertation. I, I forgot about this, but it was on how clients in Alcoholics Anonymous experience self-disclosures made by their therapist. And like, yeah. it was really interesting to see what people expected and what um, what was the best fit for them. And not everyone who was in AA wanted a ton of like joining and self-disclosure. Yeah, right. None of their therapists were in recovery and they all were having an amazing experience. And they said just by them sharing, even like I went through a loss or I yeah. struggled with this or my family member, it was like very meaningful. Well, it's just any, any relatable yeah. experience yeah. that you can have to, to build that, yeah. to just yeah. build that trust. Right. And that rapport. Well, totally. I'll tell you what, um, I was an ICU nurse for four years and I could have identical clients or patients Cardiac arrest, cardiac arrest. Same care, same outcome. And you can have two very different experiences. 99.9% of the time, what will make the difference is whether the family and the patient said that the nurses and doctors cared. Yeah, totally. And there's no faking that. No. Mm-hmm. You can't fake it. You mm-hmm. can't. And you can try, but people know. Yeah. And it's great. And 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 I love talking about this with you guys because... Uh, because you're like we're we're like minded, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. we're we're it's obvious if you're watching or listening at home, like it's obvious that the two people sitting across from us care. Right? You're passionate yeah. about this work, you care about others, and you're in this for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate reality of this industry is that Ooh. is not no common. Right? No. That What's is up with not that? common practice. What's up with that, y'all? The reality let's get a little, of let's get this, a little raunchy here. The What's reality of this industry is the majority, and I would say the majority of treatment centers and treatment professionals are running businesses, and it's all about profit and losses, yeah. right? Where can we cut corners? Where can we cut margins? Oh, mats is the big thing right now. Let's do that. Oh, Suboxone. Oh, Maltraxa. Like... Like whatever, Vivitrol. Yeah, Vivitrol. I just heard of a new thing the oh. other day. Yeah, it's it's all about, and, and I don't think it was always this way. Yeah, and I think that large part of it is big corporations coming in and buying <clears throat> big treatment centers and restructuring and firing people that make decisions based on heart, mm-hmm. right, and replace them with people that make decisions based on brain which isn't right or wrong it just in this industry it's really it's really nice to see a body needs a brain and a heart and lungs it's just really it's really nice to see people in this industry that are i mean just looking in your guys's eyes as we're talking like Mm -hmm. there's tears swelling up and it's Mm -hmm. just like that's that's what this is all about 
It's yeah. not about do you have a Cigna PPO policy that pays X amount of dollars per day. No, yeah. it's based upon are you a good a good clinical fit. You gotta yeah. you gotta look at the the so many pro- facilities to look at the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're exactly right. It's all about the profit. And you know, you know it, they're they're coming in for the wrong reasons yes. into this industry. It's it's terrible, and we know a lot of them. And that's yeah. I, honestly that's part of the reason Brian and I started everything that we're doing was a lack of quality ethical programs mm-hmm. mm. it really is like people Gross. were people were dying and people were getting sold yeah literally like slaves yeah like being human trafficked yeah it's disgusting yeah it really is and so like that's part of our mission and our vision personally and mm-hmm. in our business is to change the culture of addiction treatment yeah and working with like-minded individuals and programs. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it was a big win for us to get you guys in here today mm-hmm. and talk about that. I think yeah. it is uh, to have ethical treatment centers form a bond and like work together because mm-hmm. what's good. I mean, we all have the same goal. So it's <clears throat> like just getting. Well, and it's like you, you yeah. can go to any conference on addiction treatment and there's like six or seven, eight plus classes on ethics right yeah. <laughs> filled or sometimes put on by people where it's like almost known there's there's no real shame in the game e- either no. mm. it's 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 yeah. pretty crazy to see right any yeah. other industry right that is pumping out three to five percent success rate as our industry is and like trying to cut corners on top of that and make it all about money. It's just mm-hmm. like, what? And then have no shame and yeah. be open and blatant about it. Yeah. And then be like, well, why sh- can't it be that way? It's just. Yeah. <laughs> sickening. Yeah, it is. It's it's unfortunate, but. Um, it's why know. we need to stick together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I say all the time, right? And, and this is, Brian steals this from time to time. But I originated it, just so you guys know. <laughs> so if you ever hear it coming out of Brian's mouth, it's come from me. Copyrighted. Yes. Hey. But, so what I say is, listen, like, in our treatment center and in your treatment center, like, given any period of time, length of time, we're able to help thousands of people, you know, potentially. But how do you effectively help millions of people? Like, mm-hmm. what's the quickest, fastest way to help millions of people? Start well, a government. Start a government. Or a religion. Or a religion. Wait, that's going to take a long time, though. Or what? Movement. Start a movement. movement. Start a movement, right? Yeah. So that's what we're on a mission, is to start a movement. Now, what I know, and I I am a veteran, right? I was in the United States Marine Corps. Mm. And what I know is that you don't take your rifle and run out there by yourself trying to win the war right it's just not gonna work yeah right like we have to team together yeah we have to create a strategy come up with a plan a game plan right form a squad and attack this together as a unit yeah as a whole and in Mm. this industry we are fighting a war right the war on opiates the war on addiction the war on unethical treatment right Right. we're fighting different Mm. wars and in order for us to win or even just survive, like we need to do it together. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And that is the real definition, I think, of collaboration. Mm. Not what a lot of people think collaboration is, which is, hey, I'll give you a client if you give me a client. No. <laughs> no. 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 Right? Wink. Yeah. 
Yeah, Wink yeah. got yeah. one from Montana. Really good policy. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, yeah. sorry. I just went off on Montana. That's a shout Ooh. out to it's those important. of us in the business development community. Yeah. Reach. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. yes biz well, there. It's not about well, that. Well, no. and, the, and the piggyback on the movement thing is like, what we really see and believe is like, what if we lived in a world where middle schoolers and high schoolers could be like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to get high and drink because like I'm part of sober life, at least with us, you know, or like, I, I just see a world where it could be fun, hip, like, cool. Drinking and doing drugs, that's like lame. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. You know, and like, part why? of our, part of our mission and vision and bringing in ethical quality providers like yourself and just rad people in general yeah is we want to be and create an attractive lifestyle yeah. for sobriety. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, Budweiser's been making beer beer drinking look cool for years. Right. Who's doing it for sober life? Yeah. And that's what Roman and I feel very passionate and called to yeah. about being influencers for mm-hmm. a young generation who's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and whatever else. Who's going to, who's listening to podcasts and going to music uh, festivals mm-hmm. and going to shows and doing that and on YouTube. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, we need to be where they are. Yeah. We, and if meet, we're going to influence meet people where they're at. Yes. Totally. Yeah, well, exactly. It's so, like, working in a university, I mean, just the misperception of exactly, drinking and yeah. using and that. It's like a self-fulfilling, mm. propelling yeah. thing, and it, all it takes is like, oh no, you don't, you don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. and it, having it come from within, then, but it's like a cultural shift of like, yeah, you Ro- can decide. Yeah, Rome and I are doing the. Did you remember Frat Manners? Uh huh. Yeah. So we're was, we're yeah. teaching Frat Manners. Oh, you are? Uh, actually, yeah. it's the twenty next month. Next no. month. Yeah. No, the twenty so seventh. This yeah. month. Yeah. I love that program. Yeah. And I'm so yeah. happy for you guys. Yeah. We're gonna, what's an alcoholic, guys? It's awesome. Howdy, y'all. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Awesome. Roman might wear his grill. We'll yeah. see. I got a gold okay. grill. I <laughs> talk to them sometimes about uh, making parties less recovery hostile and mm. how you can just at least have options and stuff. And yeah, I was a uh, I was an SAE. Uh, at are? SDSU. Are you okay? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm feeling Good. better now. Okay. Yeah, you made it out, yeah, I made it out. I, I know how it goes down. No, so nice and so <laughs> friendly. But that's just the thing of like, if you're surrounded by people that are drinking and using all the time. Oh yeah. There's no question. It's just like that's not. So what if you weren't? What if it was? Yeah. Like, what what yeah. if you had a choice? What if the culture yeah. was the opposite? Yeah. Like, like culture. Like that's listen what we're about culture. Like, shift. like like ten years ago, if you were vegan. Yeah. It was like you're weird. Oh, yeah. you're like what's wrong out. with you? Yeah. Now, like I live downtown, little Italy. Like if you're not vegan, you're weird. Yeah. Right? It's you like what it what just happened? Well, even yoga in like, like the last literally. 10, 15, right? Yeah, yoga, fit life, yoga yeah. life, all that. Yeah. Sober life. Things can yeah. things Next. can change. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But it takes people like us to do it yeah right like you look throughout history any great movement any uh social movement yeah anything um that you really remember throughout history was started by a few people or one in some cases just one person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they took a stand and said you know what no more not on my watch yeah right and we really feel like propelled to do that like Mm -hmm. listen if it's to be it's up to me that's Mm -hmm. what you know, that's yeah. one, of the, one of the things I say. It's like it's up to us, right? Like we are the gen, we are the next generation. Yeah, right. We are the next generation of leaders within this world. Yeah, and the torch is being passed. We have a responsibility. 
All of us. Yeah. You definitely. know, all of us. And you guys are doing that and we love that. You know, you know, we can observe based on what we see, feel, experience in our world and, and it just makes me so like warm and like grateful to be around other people who see the things that are going on and are like, Yeah, no, not on our watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what it's gonna take. It's gonna take that connection, that collaboration finding ways to come together, see where we're similar and then unite and go forward and be like, all right, we got this. And like continue. This is something I'm so passionate about, like continuing to evolve. Mm -hmm. Addiction, alcoholism, addicts have evolved over the years. They're not the same. Listen, addicts today are not what they were even 20 years ago. Yeah. So treatment needs to continue to evolve. It does. Oh, it, yeah. it just does. And with 3 to 5% success rate, which is like the you know, statistic. We can do better. We have mm. to keep that's working. That's terrible. To do better. Yeah. If it was any other industry, if the airlines had a 3 to 5% success rate, no one would ever fly. Yeah. Ever. N- never. Yeah. Right? And in our industry, there's a large population. They're like, eh. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. We're, we're doing well. Yeah. It's like no, no. <laughs> we're not. We're failing. Right. What can we do to change? And yeah, and being innovative. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, like, there's some constraints, right? Like insurance companies and government and yeah. state. Mm-hmm. And there's like there's lots of hoops to jump through. But listen, like if if um, Abraham Lincoln could do what he did, and if Gandhi could do what he did, and yeah. Nelson Mandela could do what he did, and you know what I mean? If they yeah, can all do possible. what they did, anything's possible, right? Yeah. There was a man on the moon. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when people didn't even think flying was possible. Well, it starts the with the thing. declaration. So, so yeah. you know, you as guys. we as we get close to kind of wrapping up, I'd like to hear from from you guys. Like, what what keeps you excited? Like, what keeps you passionate? Mm-hmm. What keeps you going? You know, what lights you up? Personally, professionally, both. both? Yeah, both. Um, I love well I mean I can't really separate like healing shame yeah my favorite thing mindfulness and just like those moments like we're just talking about when people see that it's okay like they can tell you something what do you notice when like you're taking someone on about a shameful event or a traumatic event how like what has you see like Hey, you just you just had a breakthrough with this person. It's just you know, and the people come in and they're like this. <laughs> and not everyone and can the podcast can't see. It's so tense, and then it's yeah. just this like the shoulders drop. Like, yeah, I mean, I walk around like shoulders this all day, drop. so I get it. But um, Sarah, what do you see when you do EMDR? Yeah, yeah so, talk about that. Yeah, you do yeah. EMDR? Yeah. Oh, I love EMDR. Yeah, we do. Tra- I'm we a do product a lot of, of EMDR. trauma work. Yeah. Um, shout, shout out to EMDR. Shout out. Yeah. Seriously, shout um, out VA. Yeah. It um just kidding, they suck. <laughs> Sorry. That's yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. No, that they yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. There's just like a thing of being EMDR is different because you're kind of taking there's their own brain that's doing yeah. the work. You're really just a guide. Mm-hmm. Your job is to stay out of the way. Um, which I'm like so chatty, so I'm always like, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um but You know, just a release of that. We store trauma in the body. So Mm. releasing all of that stuff um, little by little is really cool. Um, And then I'm really into like people having their own boundaries and self-care. And I 
try to do that in my own life. I love working out and eating healthy and naps mm-hmm. and yeah. things like that. Ooh, naps. Um, Shout out naps. Introvert. Hey. And then, um, I don't know, but there's, there's so much with the clients. I mean, even just when people get there and they're really closed off and yeah. have had a, a bad treatment experience before mm. and yeah. then giving them, them giving us the opportunity to be like, I can't imagine having one bad one and then having the courage to go back and yeah. do it again and be like, mm-hmm. I don't know what this is going to be like, but I'm just going to try it out. Like that takes so much. So I just like them seeing that, that we can do hard things and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's like the little thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Keith, awesome. what lights you up? It's like when you, I got a call today from a husband and wife, uh, wife, uh, in her fifties struggling with alcohol. Mm. And she had been to another treatment center um, and didn't want to go back to that particular hospital. And she calls me saying, I don't know what to do. Damn. How do I get this? She's on the phone and she's literally crying on the phone with me. And those phone calls, when you pick up that call to call somebody in another line you don't even know and you're calling an intake line, yeah. to be able to help them and give them some hope and yeah. say, you know what, maybe you're not a good fit for us, whatever it might be. If I can point you in the right direction to say, okay, here's yeah. where you need to be able to go. Maybe, you know, we're not a fit for everybody. Yeah. But I can be a resource for those that are struggling in a time of need. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to pick up that call, pick up that phone and make that call to somebody you have no idea. When you make all about. the difference, like you're the first, you and outreach, you're, like, I mean, you and intake are the first we're like people. like the first people yeah. to answer the like phone and say hi. If you're yeah. cold, I would just be like, no, but yeah. you guys are like warm and helpful. And you so, know? Yeah, yeah, my parents taught me to, you know, have a warm, friendly voice in the, in the, under the phone, yeah. be polite. He's like the you're, friendly. You're no better oh, than anybody yeah, else know. on the street. Dad's oh, yeah. philosophy was, listen, um, do, do, do the right thing all the time and you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about, you know, yeah. any issues beyond yeah. that. So it's just being able to help out those in a time of need and to help, hopefully point them in the right direction. That's 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 pa- my passion right there. Wow! Um, and like I said, a shout out to my wife who's a school teacher. She told me years ago to find something that I was passionate about, and I was selling computer widgets, things like nice. that. And it was yeah. like it just wasn't my passion. And another shout out, Doug Penny, SCRC. Yeah. Um, I was at another treatment center, and he saw me, and he said, Keith. You look like crap. What's going on? And I said, I just need to, I'm not happy. Yeah. And he happened to mention, listen, I know Jim Brady at Aton Center. Mm-hmm. He's hiring. I can make a phone call. You would be a perfect fit there. Yeah. And he said, Keith, he's an ethical treatment center, ethical man. Yeah. And I've been there three years and been super blessed to be able to mm-hmm. associate myself with a facility like that. Yeah. And wow. then have a clinician like Dr. Zucker that I see every single day mm-hmm. and knowing the kind of work that she's doing. Check makes, y'all out. Makes, yeah. Makes Wait, my I, makes my I, life real special. Uh, I love, yeah, I love this. I yeah. feel like I can't. We can't neglect um, the squad. Like the, of my yeah. other clinical shout them out. Team Give members them some who love. are so amazing, and they each have like a different specialty yeah. that they bring to the table. I love them. Well, you shout know, shout out squad. Yeah, and, clinical squad. Well, and I have <laughs> something that's my own that Roman likes to say sometimes, but I'll claim it here and. And it is like what we create on the micro and I can, ex- yeah. I experience it right here. Like Keith, I could feel like he's emotional here. I can tell yeah. like what we create on the micro and like what appears to me and what I'm experiencing now just between you two and what it sounds like the staff at Aton is a direct reflection of what happens on the macro, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and how we interpersonally interact with the staff yeah. gets all over the clients. Yeah. Gets all over totally. them. Mm-hmm. When you can't. So, you know, and when you're in love and yeah. when you're in serenity and acceptance and peace, 
that gets all over them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And I can see it here. And, and wow, beautiful, beautiful. In closing, we usually wrap it up by asking our guests to say one thing or like, what would you say to someone struggling a little piece right now? Of, a little nugget. A little, little pearl of wisdom. A little. I would normally, I just said it, but I just say a lot like we can do hard things and you can do hard things. Um, it's okay. You're not alone. Like, yeah. Uh, we can. Life is, life is difficult for, for everybody. We may not be struggling with particular addiction, but life is difficult for everybody. Yeah. Reach out, make the phone call, talk to somebody, yes. you know, anyone, anyone. I mean, even just to start with a counselor or a therapist, yeah. it's, it's a start in the right, yeah, a step in the right direction. Line. It's a start for you. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's the main thing. And don't give up hope. There's, Nothing's wrong with you. You're just human. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, I, Take I, it I, easy. And don't, don't look at the whole, if you're in, big into Facebook and you see the profiles and how the pictures and the happy faces. It's not real. It's not real. It's, yes, it's, 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 yeah. a, it's a total scam <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for some of the people that are out there. Yeah, wow. I heard something that changed my life. It was everyone is fighting a battle. You just you know nothing about. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't know what it is. Yeah. Yep. yeah, wow. Well, this has been an incredible episode. Thank you again Thank you for, for everything. And where can everyone yes. find you? Where can everyone find you guys at? Uh, if you go to Aton Center, A T O N, like Nancy Center dot com, uh, we're located in Sanitas. Aton Center dot com. Can we and tell the, them it's an acronym? It means oh, aid yeah. to navigation. It's like a compass. It has a cool our, meaning behind it our belief is somebody's that's lost you guys their way logo, so right? let's, yeah, yeah, let's give them the tools that they need i.e. a compass to be able to find their way yeah. back beautiful awesome. so yep. atoncenter.com and then our intake phone number is 888-535-1516 boom yep. there you go thank you check guys. them out guys um wonderful guest wonderful episode bry damn dude we yeah. just keep bringing them in yeah we do it's gonna this be hard to top us <laughs> yeah it is yeah. we're gonna try I, i'm not sure yeah. we're gonna try we, I don't we've know gotta we've gotta you know make an effort but it'll be yeah. tough yeah keep trying <laughs> anyway thank you guys and those who have tuned in appreciate it you know what to do you never know who life may be changed by listening to the message of this podcast. So I implore you, share this to Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can. Share it. Blast it on the wall. Send it to friends, family, whoever you think, right? Everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So you never know whose life may change. And tune in next week for another episode of The Sober Life. Audio experience. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography, and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.